you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. And now the Patriots will run their first play in the red zone. The first one for the game on either side from the two. First and goal. Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. There you heard it, the climactic finish Great. of the last meaningful football Great. game played of the 2018 season. Yes, it happened in the calendar year 2019. If you dropped off from the DDFP and from Football Talk, uh, welcome back to the DDFP. And if you've been with us through the offseason, a.k.a. the DDFP season where we really shine, thanks for sticking with us. We uh, sincerely appreciate it. And welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program presented by the Amazon original, The Boys. Check it out on Prime Video starting on Friday, the 25th of July. Is that right, Spaghetti? Uh, today's the uh, 20, tomorrow, 26th. At Friday, the time 26. of this recording. Yes, and uh, so, yeah, make sure you check that out. Uh, superhero reimagined that uh, Seth Rogen and company put it together. It's what if superpowers were given to people that didn't use them for the overall good of humanity. Rather, they used it for their own purposes. That's what the boys is about. Looking forward to checking that mm-hmm. out. Also looking forward to kibitzing about football, football mm-hmm. and more football. We've done a lot of uh, talk about the game of life over the last several months. A great thanks to most recently Joe Manganello, who joined us, a uh, a big time star of cinema and TV himself. And uh, we kibitzed with him about all manner of subjects. And in fact, we had a banner run in the offseason. Like I say, again, the DDFP season, that's where we shine. Yeah, it's easy 
to talk. It's great pleasure to talk about football, but a lot of people can do that. We love uh, the off season as well, talking about all manner of stuff and all manner of people. We talk to comedians, we talk to actors, we talk mm-hmm. to football guys, we talk to people beyond uh, beyond the realm of uh, sports, and had a great time doing it. We appreciate everybody who stuck with us. But now, like I say. It is football season. It is. And it's time to start kibitzing, and who better to do it with than the man seated to my immediate left. He, you watch him on Total Access. You hear him on Sirius Radio on the NFL channel. It's Cole Wright. What's happening, fella? How was summer vacation? Excellent. Can't, yeah? Can't, can't say a few – not, not too many bad things about summer vacation, at least, uh, you know, it's as far as downtime. Yeah, I wish I had a, a little less, but, you know, I, I always like to uh, stay busy. That's, mm-hmm. that's one thing I like to do. I don't know. Well, about, I don't know about you. Well, you say like downtime. I I like to imagine sometimes when when radical things and then you know when you're lucid in the day to day, they 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 tend to get away from you in our news cycle, the fast move uh, the the way it moves so quickly. But imagine if you've been in a coma from wow. <laughs> the moment <clears throat> that uh, Michelle scores that touchdown to the, the confetti drops mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Imagine if you fell into a coma in that moment and just woke up right now. What would be the most stunning thing that you would learn about pro football? Oh, wow. Maybe Odell that, maybe Beckham? That, maybe that, yeah, I was going to say maybe that Love Bell's on the Jets. I mean, if if, I, if you're sitting there thinking about that, I think maybe o, o, OBJ to the Browns. I think that that's that'd be pretty alarming if you're, especially if you were a Giants fan like Eddie Spaghetti over there. If, well, if, if, you, if you fell into the coma the, the, on Super Bowl Sunday and just woke up, I think it would almost be... I wouldn't I say it'd be like a bad dream, but if you're Eddie Spaghetti, maybe it would be. Well, I mean, borderlining on night. I think I think the the nightmare more for him was in the moment, and it's it's fascinating that now it's already kind of turned a corner and it's moving fast. Talk about a, a storyline that is changing fast there in New York for Giants fans is it seems pretty clear. Eddie Spaghetti, I was with him on draft night. He looks and little, when he they looks announced the name Daniel glass. Jones, yeah, I saw, I remember that when was, they announced, the, when they announced Daniel Jones, the, uh, I mean, he bleeded something. I don't even know what it was, but it was inhuman, and it was uh, mm. it was filled with sorrow and frustration. But now Daniel Jones is emerging. We talked to Evan Ingram a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Ingram, I keep saying it, he is the X factor of that Giants team. I think they can be relevant in that division. As good as it is, the Eagles look loaded, and the Cowboys look uh, like they're going to be tough to beat. And by the way, I don't even think the skins are in bad shape. I, I the Trent Williams news is not good for them no. at left tackle, especially since they're planning on using Eric Flowers to uh, to stop nice. the gap until Trent Williams gets in. But the offensive of line could be a position of strength. The defense is very good, and if they roll with Dwayne Haskins with the bangers they have behind him and Darius Geis and Adrian Peterson, I think they could be halfway decent too. As I always say, if you're just back with us after the long offseason, one recurring theme for me here in 2019 is whether or not you like parity, the reality is it's way harder to identify the teams that are definitely going to be terrible this year than the teams that aren't going to be good. Did I just say that right? I confuse myself when I say that. But you can make a case for almost any team in the NFL. And here's the minimum standard. Who's going to be terrible, Cole, right? Who's who's definitely not going to be good this in 2019? The Lions. Hmm. I say I don't think the that's Lions aren't going to be good. I'm sorry, Detroit fans. I mean, there's why really, do you feel that way? I mean, they're the Lions. Because and you also have an NFC North kind of a thing well, I'm, going. I'm, 
Not necessarily. I just don't think that. I mean, I, I feel like that, that the Vikings and, and the Packers are going to throw their hats in there and they're going to challenge the Bears. I think the as, Vikings as the are going to be champs. really good. Absolutely. I think the Vikings are, are, are going to be real, real good. And I just don't think the Lions are really going to be up to snuff when it comes to the With Gary division. Kubiak running that offense, and if Dalvin Cook is all right and ready to go, he was uh, he was uh, inconsistent at best we last year coming back. Yeah, year. coming back from the injury and everything wasn't great. But he can make that uh, offense. Uh, he can give it a different dimension and the defense should be good. So if they can keep Kirk Cousins clean, I think that they're a lot better off in his second go-around up in Minnesota. But like you say, the Bears should be dynamite, the Packers, and it proves my point. It's hard to say who's definitely going to be bad. And I don't think Matt Patricia, yes, as much as the coaching tree of Bill Belichick has has borne very little, if any, fruit over the last decade, I kind of like the way things are building there. In Detroit, but like you say, I mean that's a really brutal division to try and you know to even get five hundred to to get five hundred within those six games that you're going to be playing. I just think my biggest thing with Matt Patricia is the fact that you know he's he's so pro pencil, but he's got Mm -hmm. a laminated play sheet. What's he what's he writing on with that pencil? What's he what's he doing with that pencil? I mean, it's just for show. I mean, uh, what? Interesting question. I mean, are you really going to hit no your trailer to a guy who's that committed to something that's just for show? It's a great point. It's like hey, someone by that the puts way, a feather in their, in their hat. Like, really? It's just a figure of speech. You don't really need to put a feather in your cap. Be strange. But imagine if I had a feather sticking out of this baseball cap, Dave. You'd look at me like I was an odd bird. Or would I look at you as a trailblazer? You know? <laughs> I would like to see you do that. Um, yeah, but before I forget... I want to make mention of the fact that uh, also because of uh, Amazon and the boys that uh, we're going to be doing video shows every Thursday all the way through the month of August. Isn't that right, Eddie Spaghetti? We Yes, we have uh, one this week and we have one next week. And then uh, we say goodbye to the boys and then we start up uh, with a new sponsorship. Okay, good. So looking forward to that video shows coming at you every Thursday yep. through the preseason and all the way through at least the regular season. Yes. Or is it through the postseason too? Uh, definitely the regular season. Oh, we'll, figure all that season. we'll figure but all we that out. We'll figure all that out. We are sponsored. Spaghetti. Yes. Lay it on me. What's the, so you just wake up from a coma? What's the what's the big storyline? Uh, I think it's definitely Odell. I think the Gronk. You can kind of see with the injuries the last few years that he could retire. Lev Bell. I mean, running backs. I guess uh, he was disgruntled a, a bit as well earlier on. I, I think Odell was one of those few guys in the league that you thought in your head was like untradeable, like the franchise play. You mm-hmm. never move him, even though in today's age, free agency and stuff. But I feel like he was never going to be wearing another uniform beside, like unless he was like thirty-five years old and wants to like one last shot. But I, I that to me would be uh, the, the the real shock. I mean, listen, the biggest the the ongoing crazy melodrama that was the Antonio Brown departure from Pittsburgh. To me, that takes the cake especially when you add in the fact that now the Oakland Raiders, when last we saw them in 2018, they were scuffling at best. Now it's not just Antonio Brown. It's all. And by the way, the, the whole storyline, the, 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 the fallout from it, the bad mouthing a Roethlisberger, the fact that the Steelers got basically zero for Antonio Brown. And now the Raiders also have Vontez Burfecht, who literally knocked Antonio Brown out on a football field a couple of years ago. And they have Richie Incognito. The chemistry there of that situation, well, thank goodness it's led us to hard knocks. I guess that's uh, what we, I think that's got to be your win. I think that's the biggest story of the offseason. It could be fantastic. It could be volatile. Or it could be fantastically volatile. But again, you know what? With that draft that they had, if those guys hit for them, 
How I mean that I can make a case that the Raiders would can be relevant in twenty nineteen. I'll tell you one guy who's probably going to steal the show in Hard Knocks is Jonathan Abram. You do think so? Why? You've obviously you've kibitzed with him and yeah, they're struck he, by him. He, he he was in the makeup room. Mm-hmm. And MJD was in the makeup room and he was just sitting there getting his makeup. And at one point he's like, hey, hey, hey man, but for real, like if I played against you, I would have smashed you. <laughs> Is that and I, I was right? sitting there. I'm just, I'm just like, was, was, was there a prior conversation to that? And MJD's like, nah, man, it's, it, that's just where it came from. And he was he's a confident dude. I'm like, whoa, I'm like. In a wow, week, somehow really Maurice happened. likes that. Maurice, I bet he Maurice oh, likes that. He kind does. Of I mean, he's he's he, he's a smack talker number one, and mm-hmm. you know he's he's also a, a fine hater. He, he hates at a at a championship level. Yeah, you so. too. So are you? What you, you do the same thing? <laughs> what I no, hate. Don't believe that for a I, second. I love I, I love I love talking most game of life issues. I love talking pro football with you, Cole Wright. But what I hate are your movie and TV opinions. They're very poor. I like. I just got done watching Breaking Bad, though. I, I and? Fi- fantastic. Probably oh, the best series it. I've ever seen. Ooh, okay. Probably, That's the, best, a, probably see, the best series I've ever seen. You got that one right. That's, yeah. That is one of the best series fantastic. ever. Maybe except best. for the Fly episode. But they, uh, I forgot who did that one. Uh, but they did it on purpose to like make it. Michael a, Imperioli, Christopher Maltesanti. He did that. <laughs> Remember when he would write uh, episodes of The Sopranos? Right. You always knew it was him because you'd be like, oh. "Well, I was going to say, like halfway of, through, it's like, hey, sorry, Spider." Speaking like, of someone the Sopranos, needs to go shoot him in the foot. The episodes where Tony has the dream sequences that was supposed to be like their version of the Fly episode. It was supposed to be like a weird, like just the two main characters talking, no other outside. I don't, I don't get the point of it. But I don't need that. Yeah, I didn't need it. It was boring. Yeah. Hey, I have uh, something I want to jump into here that will be a little bit of fun with the hundredth year of uh, the NFL upon us. Now it's fun to indulge some history with the present day and vice versa here. And by the way, they're also right in the middle on NFL network with NFL films mm-hmm. presenting. We're in the midst of the, the hundred best players in pro football right now. I'm doing a little something like we did last year um, with films and uh, each day look on social media. Um, I'm kind of, uh, evaluating uh, the the process as we go along there. Quite so. a tumble for Carson Wentz from year to year. I and it's from weird. three into the nineties, ninety six, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Yikes. I mean, where where should he have been rated? Yeah. I, I there's been a lot of should pushback he on three? he should have he should have been higher up. But what should he have ever been rated number three? I mean, he was rated he was ahead of Drew Brees. Uh well, I mean, he would have been the MVP. That was so. I mean, but then as we've talked about a lot, one of our storylines of this offseason is uh, the pressure that Carson Wentz has on him going into 2019. But security of uh, the long term contract perhaps uh, mitigates that a little bit. But anyhow, um, before we jump in on a little 100th year talk here, I wanted to. uh, There was some social media activity late Wednesday night. Eddie Spaghetti lamenting the fact that he is now a fat. And I, you know what? I'd like. <laughs> I've been good like, lately, though. I'd like I mean, to if, talk to him as about if it's it. A but a tribe, I, like he's 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 a member of the fat now. I had a bad stretch. I'm not going to lie to my myself. Family I'm, visited, but now right. I'm, I've been very very you strict. indulged a little. Yes. bit. the man in it's the okay. mirror. The man in the mirror is the opposite of an enabler for me. The the man in the mirror told me a story that I didn't want to hear this morning, but I had to accept. I also am a fat. What? I'm a fat. That's all. I mean, that's I'm not happy about. I don't know if I buy this. Don't you be an enabler, Cole? Right? Come on. But you took spaghetti. Was uh, worried about uh, you know how to how to shed some pounds, and then you jumped in with what? What was your suggestion? Uh, it's if you can't get to the gym, it's, right. it's the workout that it'll never fail you. Okay, go ahead. As what is as, it as now? As long as you have a jump lay it, rope, lay it on me. As I want to make sure. Okay, jump rope. Okay, two thousand jump ropes. Okay, two thousand jump ropes. Okay, okay, you got to count. You have to be diligent. 
You okay. When you're listening to your music, you can't just start singing a tune. Okay. One, I'm not sure coordinated enough to jump rope. Oh, yeah, I, I can't do. I can't do a full revolution. That, Two thousand revolutions. Okay. okay. Two thousand jump on. ropes. Go and on. And you can up the ante if you feel like getting a little more cardio. I, in. I don't. I won't feel like okay, it. So but okay. Two thousand jump ropes. Uh, we're gonna do hundred push-ups. Okay. Hundred push-ups. Okay. That'll uh, take me round about a week. hundred squats. Okay. I can do both. And three hundred push-ups or three hundred okay. sit-ups. That's all right. And what's my window to and I do this over the course of twenty four minutes. In twenty four minutes. Very, very doable. See, now that's what that's what I saw. That's what caught my eye was the twenty four minutes. You say that here's a nice simple workout for you, Eddie Spaghetti, or anyone uh, listening right now. The Cole Wright half an hour then. I, I think you could get Cole it Wright under says 24 in, minutes. Cole Wright says in 24 minutes, what you should do, do is do 2,000 revolutions, yes. right, of uh, jumping rope. Which should take you 12 to 15 minutes. 100 push-ups, 100 squats, and 300 sit-ups. Yes. You know what that equals to me when you add all those things up? That is a humble brag disguised as counsel of how to work out. <laughs> humble brag who could ever do that who could do that much no you think you could do that spaghetti i i could do the the 100 100 300 i literally just don't know how to jump rope in 24 minutes you could do those things i'm not as bad as you think i am i yeah I, I could do well it. then, it's not, how it's are not, you? I, I, I guarantee you, there are there are guys that work here that played in the league who could do it in under twenty minutes. They're professional athletes. Why yeah. would a, why would a schnook like me or a fat like spaghetti the, be I able mean, to do that? If you want to, if you want to drop down and be the best you, wouldn't you want to work out like a professional athlete? Sure, I'd love okay. lo- Why not? Because that's implausible. And, and, that's and like that's the equivalent of like, oh, you want to be a quarterback? Yeah, just go out there and just train throw like the ball. one. Throw throw the ball seventy yards. I mean, then if you do that, you'll make it to the NFL. That's an unrealistic well, goal. MJD one day told me about a workout. He said, "Okay, do a hundred chin ups," which I knew I, there's there's no way you're gonna be a hundred chin ups. Yeah, and then he said, "I think a hundred push ups and a hundred squats in ten minutes mm-hmm. didn't even come close." I think maybe I got to like you know the I don't know. 50, Maurice 50 Jones Drew can do that. Twenty nineteen Maurice. This is when we first met at the network here. So this was two thousand and fifteen. So I don't know about it. Speaking of Maurice, have you seen his new workouts that he's been posting sometimes? He's looking a little leaner. I saw him in the hallway yesterday. Yeah, so I I I signed us up, Dave. Me and you have to. uh, I saw Maurice, and he was talking to me about fitness, and I said, "Well, me and Dave want to do a video with you," and he's like, "Sure, we'll do it." So I already signed you up without your consent. We should do we should do a time lapse video of of that that workout right there. Like yeah, as long as we as long as you can see the sun through the window and watch it like on one of those (laughs) those time lapse things, time lapse, and you just watch the sun coming down and up yeah i mean that legitimately would take me With a, week a, gi- at a giant hourglass <laughs> all right let's talk some uh, pro football shall we and uh, let's start with one of the big stories going down here lev bell who showed up to training camp on wednesday or thursday i guess with the jets in their new uniforms looking uh, pretty good those uniforms are lev bell walked in with a basketball not a football that's how long he's been away He doesn't even know what ball is appropriate for football anymore. Um, But he is, in fact, for better or worse, proven to be a trailblazer. He said he wanted to set a new market, a new standard for running backs. He didn't exactly do that where he's concerned because he ended up making less money than he would have to to just sign a deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he'll never make up the 15 million that he didn't collect in 2018. However, there are some big name guys that seem to be trying to follow that lead prominent among them. Zeke Elliott 
Is this a smart move for him to pull this? And same thing goes for Melvin Gordon, both of whom are key pieces for their teams in 2019. Quick update with Zeke. He Today, the team plane for the Cowboys took off to go to Oxnard. He did not get on the plane. That just broke. Do you like the wisdom of this? Is, is, has 26 achieved what he dreamt of to the extent that at least now high-end running backs who there doesn't seem to be a huge market for him based on what happened with Levy and Bell this offseason? Is Zeke making a mistake? Is Melvin Gordon making a mistake? Or are their teams making a mistake by not seeing to it that they're in camp ASA AMP? I think it could be a combination of, of of all those circumstances. I, I think when when you're running back and you say, "Okay, I, I know my worth, I know my value," like Le'Veon Bell, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit out. It, it it worked for him. I, I, what do you want to say? Eighty five percent. Not that how is, did it? It, it, well, it didn't mean, work out, but that's rear view I mean, mirror the, but stuff. The, the situation that he was in, I'm sure he wasn't the biggest fan of it. I'm sure there's a little more to it, a little more meat on the bone of that subject. Well, but. talk about Maurice Jones-Drew. We had it covered all the way through, beat for beat, week for week. Yep. A lot of it had to do with he, Levy and Bell felt raw about the usage he was getting at the hands of Mike Tomlin and company, especially a couple of years ago, <clears throat> the season that ended with the Steelers losing up in Foxborough in the AFC title game the preceding week. He did not like the usage he got in that freezing rain with a bad groin, and the Steelers yep. staff told him he was good to go. I think he felt wrong by that, and I don't know how in 21st century how, how, uh, how much this verifies what I'm saying, but when I said that on Twitter, Levy and Bell hit that little star and agreed with it. So uh, 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 that uh, <laughs> I don't know if that means anything. Wow. If that proves anything, but is that, a humble, is that a humble brag from you saying that Love Bell's no, favorite your tweets? I mean, I mean, you know, listen, when uh, you know <laughs> what Damashek says in pro football gets ink. It, you it know? does. That's it right. Does. I mean, you're, you're a favorite and like machine. I, who's who's more doomed though with uh, if if a one or these guys do do anything close to Levy and Bell are the Cowboys chances in the NFC East zero if Zeke Elliott is down I kind of feel like they they are kind of doomed. Well, you know they're my they're my dark not, not even dark horse they're one of my my teams to watch out for. I don't think they count as a dark horse. At they, this they're point. the Cowboys. They're a dark horse. Yeah. I mean, he's he's won the division two out of the last three years. So I mean, if they can if he can do it three out of the, out of the last four. I think that they're going to be a problem because everyone's talking about all these different pieces of the puzzle. But I think a lot of people are forgetting, oh, Jason Witten's back. They- <laughs> yeah, I think you can forget that. I'll be su- You know what? I legitimately I don't know if this counts as a hot take. I'll be surprised if he makes the team. What? He's an old man who sat out an entire I bet you season. Jason Witten could do 2000 jump Bell. ropes, 100 push ups, 100 sit ups. A supreme athlete in Levy and Bell sits out a year and can come back, perhaps even with fresh legs. So you don't think Jason legs. Witten's a supreme athlete? I think Jason Witten at this stage in his life, sitting up in a broadcast booth for a year. You don't think that maybe freshened him up a little bit? Not especially. He's been around for a long okay, time. Randall man. Cobb also on the Cowboys. I, mean, I like. I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about that. I like that. The biggest move that they made, in my opinion, is is changing OCs and getting in the 21st yeah, century. And I, th- I think that that is going to make a big difference. One thing I keep saying is, and I refer you back to, I think it was week two or week three, down in Dallas, when the Giants went down there, they ran a lot of RPO with Dak. I don't know why they ever got away from that 
after you see the evidence of what he can do. Mm -hmm. That's I mean, that is a scary proposition when you have a humongous uh, human being and Dak Prescott working at that with the threat of him running at the edge. And if not giving it to Zeke, if you don't have Zeke, though, the banger to hand the ball off to. I think that offense is is limited and I don't necessarily think Amari Cooper is the savior there in terms of pass catching, although he did splash in some games. I don't know. A full season in, in Dallas? I think Amari Cooper's going to be pretty good. Uh, the, 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 to me, it's that defense that nobody's Hot talking boys. about. The, 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 the defense is strong. They do need a better nickname. Can you provide you, them with you one? Like that? The Hot, Hot boys? boys? I've talked to Tank Lawrence about that. Another what? humble brag. But, yes, he, that's not a good nickname. Did you tell him that you weren't a fan of the nickname? They could, they could do better. What did he say? They could do better. Did he throw out any alternative nicknames? He had – what was the nickname that he uh, gave to uh, Zeke Elliott, as a matter of fact, uh, Spaghetti? Do you remember? It, was, uh, it wasn't snacks. It was crumbs. Crumbs, because he likes to eat to so eat. much. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> crumbs Elliott. Well, crumbs is not what that's Zeke ter- wants. He uh, wants that's, more money. Now, that's a terrible nickname. Crumbs. I do not think that – Eckelor and and Justin Jackson, maybe if you, uh, you know, maybe he, he splashed in limited opportunity for the Chargers late in 2018. I don't know that between those two, you can survive without Melvin Gordon back no. there playing like, uh, I feel it's like almost, he did. almost the same situation. The Cowboys can only go as far as Zeke is going to take you. I mean, I know there's auxiliary pieces of the puzzle, but he is that centerpiece. He's the Jenga piece. It's Absolutely. a funny. He's the biggest one in the NFL, I think. Melvin Gordon is? No. no Zeke. Zeke. Oh, yeah. Zeke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah right. Um, it really can be disruptive and it's to both those teams' chances. And it's also a paradox because we've established now that you don't have to have, or at least that's the prevailing wisdom right now, is that you don't have to have a highly paid superstar well, running back. What was the last team that won a Super Bowl that had well, that guy? I also, I also <clears throat> was just arguing about this with some Patriots fans, ironically, that Sonny Michelle is what won them that Super Bowl last year and drafting them. And, and these Patriots fans were bemoaning that that's what the I said, listen, first of all, Patriots fans, and this goes to anybody who's a perennial winner. You don't get to complain at all. If you're the reigning champ of any sport, you don't get to bellyache about what's going no. down. And so shame on you if you're bellyaching about uh, Sonny Michelle or any other issue. They never on. complain out there off of Interstate 95 about things that are going on when they're winning. Well, I mean, that's it's all they it, do. That's all they do in Boston. And that areas complain. I used to work there. They complain about everything. But anyway, yeah, I think that uh, that that was the difference for them coming down the stretch. Clearly, you could see that when after Thanksgiving passed in 2018, they decided they, they just committed to that was Sonny Michelle's offense. That was not about Tom Brady. That was about and, and a big part of it was Rob Gronkowski. So a major absence going forward uh, there. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if both those guys wind up in there because there's not a great incentive except for the not small matter of making a playoff push. Yeah. There isn't a ton of as an organization to paying these guys out the kind of loot that they're looking for. So it'll be see who breaks first, if it's the runners or if it's uh, the two organizations that really yeah, need they'll, them. They'll find something to complain about again. Well, both uh, of yeah, course. L- L.A. Chargers fans uh, surely will, too. Hey, let's fix the uh, the Cowboys. And in fact, all the NFC, something that we floated in the uh, in the summertime there. Spaghetti is we're still properly into summertime, but training camp is underway. So it's uh, it's high time we did this. Somebody reminded me of this on uh, on Twitter a week or two ago. And it is let's have some fun in honor of the hundredth year okay. here. And let's try and enhance the 2019 rosters. Let's start with the NFC today, shall we? Cole, right? You're a Bears guy. There's the Giants fans. We're talking Cowboys. Let's go in 
on the NFC teams, 2019 as presently constituted, I want us to plug in one player from history that will make that team better. And it beginner level stuff is to plug in a hall of fame. Mm -hmm. Obviously if we're talking Miami dolphins, Dan Marino is an easy answer. And if you're talking about the 2019 Broncos or any edition of the Broncos, John Elway is an easy answer. Hall of fame guys are easy to throw out. So we can do that, but then let's raise the standard non hall of famer, but they must have been in the organization at some point. Let's start with the aforementioned America's team there, the Dallas Cowboys, Cole Wright, who, would be a great add to that team. Hmm. I mean, well, without Zeke Elliott, the easy one is Tony Dorsett. Yeah. I mean, Emmett Smith would be the layup, obviously. That's, uh... Well, Tony Dorsett was better than Emmett Smith, but okay. I hear you. <laughs> This topic is going to go on a tangent now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw okay. The, I saw the, it, but you do it. You have allotted 15 I minutes. I, I knew it was going to come up. So okay, that's I'll fine. Just, but, I mean, that, 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 <laughs> that's empirically true. Oh, you oh, watched them both oh, play, oh, didn't oh, you? Oh, okay. Um, TD is a superior back overall. But, okay. I mean, there's something to the um, banging style of Emmett that would maybe, uh, maybe, suit this team. A, maybe we, we see him on Sundays, man. He's calling games. He's a dapper guy. Maybe a little Moose Johnson accent. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I, mean, I don't think talking. he's in the hall, but okay. No, I, I like yeah, you. That's, that's the one that's not in the hall. You don't have to. You don't have to be a hall of fame. That's interesting. Player. I mean, I mean the, could, the guy. The guy that would go. The guy that would make him date. Well, first of all, Michael Irvin. How about, how about, I don't how, say Alvin, him just Alvin as Harper. a. Alvin Harper. Well, okay. So now you're so you're doing the non-Hall of Fame. Yeah, why not? Michael Irvin would make that offense sing if you had Amari Cooper. You think? And then you had uh, the the great. How about T.O. Yeah, T.O. is a is a fun name to throw out there. How about you know what? He's going to be working out in his front yard. Maybe maybe he's going to be doing uh, some squats and push ups, sit ups. How and can jump we have rope. this conversation? I like Dak better than I think uh, the, the the Romo collective kind of ranks him. But Romo, I would say Roger Staubach. Oh, or yeah. how about Troy Aikman for that matter? But I like Roger Staubach being pulled from the late seventies and bringing him into the modern day. He was thriving the yeah, game yeah. today it's, with his, his ability style to translates. move around. Absolutely. So Boy. is this more about filling a hole or upgrading a position? Well, that's why the Hall of Fame is so easy. You can name almost any Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's yeah. going to make your team better than no matter who you have. It sure, but like there, I mean, the Cowboys have multiple. Like you could find, like I would say, like either like Dion Sant, like. I would try to like upgrade a position they're not great at, or maybe like Roy Williams in safety, make their secondary better. I just try to like plug, like where there's a gap, make it a little better. Randy like, White would. Yeah. Uh, like that would, that would... when. <laughs> that's that's not <laughs> a bad answer. A&M. Hold on now. That's not a bad answer for the 2019 Cowboys. He's there during the game. Okay, here, here's we haven't named. Although you threw out Alvin Harper, here's one: Jay Novacek. That okay. would be a great oh, okay. ad as a non-Hall of Famer to that Cowboys offense. Next, let's go with the Eagles. I think that they, you know, we could go with a guy like, it's funny with them, Brian Dawkins. Talk about a plug a, plug a guy in who has yeah. a gold jacket that is at a position in need. I, I think that that would fix perhaps the one question mark that we have about the, the 2019 Eagles, if you could plug that Hall of Famer in there. Oh, I'm going. I'm 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 the non-Hall of Fame. Okay, go Man, ahead. That's where I'm going. I'm going Randall Cunningham, like as as Carson Wentz's backup, or would Carson Wentz back up Randall in case something? Ooh, gets that's a good question. If you, that's a fun question. How many times did Randall Cunningham get hurt and miss significant parts of a season? I that's know. I I I'm I'll, I'll that. Eddie as, as a researcher. I <laughs> like, think uh, that's no. a boy. That's a fun <clears> question. <throat> Who's better? 
they they've had about the same level of uh, postseason success. That's uh, the bugaboo right now. Carson Wentz has a chance or you bring to back change D- that D- narrative. D- or Donovan McNabb. That's if a I need to win one. a game right now, and someone said, "Who are you gonna? Who are you? If you have to, as an Eagles fan, if you need a, a quarterback to win you a game and get you to the Super Bowl, who's it going to be? Donovan McNabb or Carson Wentz? I'm going D McNabb. Nick Foles is the correct that's answer not, to not, that. That's, that's not that's the proven. answer. That's that, that's that's not on the answer key. Okay. Nick Foles is on the other side, not on the Scantron. Mm, only, gonna, it's, it's A or B. I'm going to show them that D. my glass is half full, and I'm going to go. So McNabb or Cunningham? No, no, no. Mcnabb or Wentz. I'm going to go glass half full, and I'm going to say Carson Wentz. I'm gonna, Do you I, really believe still, that in your heart of hearts? You, if you need to win a game, that you're going to go Carson Wentz over Donovan McNabb. Everything that Donovan McNabb showed you over his my, over my his answer to NFL that career. is my answer to that is, and the whispers were loud enough that they reached my ears here in Los Angeles. The coaching staff in Philadelphia would tell you they preferred Nick Foles by the end of things. They obviously know Carson Wentz is the superior talent. Still, he's still but not answering my question. But they though. trusted Nick Foles. I mean, I'll Carson think, Wentz or D McNabb. Do you have to win a game? Well, I guess I'll go with Carson Wentz. I'll go with the unknown entity versus the guy that we know threw up on a football field in the, in the big moment of a Super Bowl. <laughs> well, so obviously, I, Carson Wentz has yet to throw up on a field, so I, I guess I have to go with the unknown, right? I mean, maybe he had gas station sushi. Who knows? <laughs> that would be a weird way to start uh, your Super Bowl Sunday. It would be. Like on you your way to the stadium. Riding, riding on the way to the stadium. Like, hey, let you me stop what? at this Amico. You know Real what? This day is a... probably going to end up busy for me yeah. here. I bet you know I better get something <laughs> on my stomach before it gets away from me. Oh, some sushi. That Do I go with good. the the California Brian, rule or? I'll go. You know, you know who would be a great add to not among the non Hall of Famers for the Eagles? Brian Westbrook. That's my answer for that one. Okay. Uh, or the six no foot nine pass catcher who seemed to catch a touchdown every week in my youth, Harold Carmichael. The, uh, he that put, tall? Six foot nine? <clears throat> I think he was six eight, six nine, something like that. The New York Giants take it away. Eddie Spaghetti. The obvious one is LT. LT. Would they help need an edge rusher. An edge rusher. Yeah. They they got a few this off season, but none obviously as good as LT. If you want a non Hall of Famer that I think would help a lot, um, this is they're they're gambling right now on Mike Remmers at right tackle to move back to his natural position and be healthy. If it doesn't work out, then that's a big hole. Um, Kareem McKenzie was like a pro bowler, the right tackle during their their uh, Super Bowl years. So, I'm, I mean, it's it's a lame offensive line answer, but Kareem McKenzie was really good. Yeah, I guess so. It's not very much fun. <clears throat> and who am I to evaluate splashy? the quality of an offensive lineman? You haven't want to throw out any names there, Cole? Uh, I've got two. Go ahead. Two kind of curveballs. One's a Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer. One is not. But he's a Hall of Famer in our hearts. Plexica. And here in Studio 66. Oh. Oh, bring, Sean O'Hara. Let's bring back Sean O'Hara. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Mr. Mustard himself. Why not? Why uh, not? And okay. then uh, I'm going to go, well, let's bring back Bill Belichick at D.C. Oh, Ooh. off the board <sighs> choice. Curveball for you. I like that one very like much. That? That's fun. How about it? And uh, let's ra- round out the NFC East here with the Skins and the Hall of Famer. Two good options here, I think. Daryl Green. Would in, in that. that division with, uh, you know, especially now that mm-hmm. uh, Harold Carmichael is catching passes for the Eagles. Daryl Green is a funny matchup, but uh, one of the smaller guys trying to defend one of the bigger guys. But I think he would fill a need back there. And uh, on the other side, uh, non-Hall of Fame. Well, well, let's go Hall of Famer. Do you have a Hall of Fame name here? Uh, not, no one in particular that just jumped right off the tip of my tongue. But we, well, they we don't talked need, earlier. Well, they don't need John Riggins. 
You know, that, the one position they with Adrian Peterson and Darius yeah. Geis, they don't really need I think to Darius add. Geis is going to be good this year, too. I do, too. I think he's going to be real good. Yeah, um, especially, be... again, the big asterisk right now looming there for a team that could be sneaky good is uh, Trent Williams. He better show up yeah. or else they're doomed. Yeah. Um, I was going to go Dexter Manley. We talked Ooh, about that earlier. Ooh, I like that one. I, like I said, I was telling you, like, and, and Eddie, when I, as a kid, I remember sitting there watching the Bears-Redskins game, and Mike Tomzak and Dexter Manley were sharing a few words, choice words, on the field. And I don't remember who was calling the game. I wish there was some way we could find out. But the guy was like, hey, I don't think Mike uh, Dexter Manley wants any part of Mike Tomzak. And even as a young child. I knew he had that what? completely wrong. <laughs> Mike Tomzak. Seemed like the scrappiest Dexter Manley, kind of guy. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. I think if I had to put a wager on that, I'm thinking I'm going to go Dexter Manley. Eight I days mean, a the week. scar tells the tale of Dexter Manley. I mean, you know, come on, he, yeah. he's no stranger he's to, not. to that sort of he business. Knows, he knows his thing. About, he can handle about himself. Dust-ups. Now, I'll tell you. I mean, you know, I think they could add Art Monk would be nice as a Hall of Famer and a non Hall of Famer. Sean Taylor, you know, I mean, the, the most highly Absolutely. regarded guy, I think, in the 20, uh, uh, about as highly regarded a football player as there has been in the 21st century is Sean Taylor. If uh, if you could put him um, in that lineup, they would be dangerous to the NFC North. We go and uh, the Packers, some obvious ones here, Hall of Fame guys that would fill some needs in 2019. Reggie White now no Mike Daniels weird uh, departure mm-hmm. from Green Bay this week but Reggie White obviously is dominant uh, a uh, a defensive lineman as the league's ever seen um, and then on the other side still some questions about who's going to be carrying the ball here's how you fix that not Jim Taylor not Amon Green if you want to go non Hall of Famer Amon Green might be a nice ad yeah, but Nebraska. you want to go high end from a certain era Paul Hornig the Golden Boy. You know, if I was going non-Hall of Famer, I was going to think a little Antonio Freeman action. Ooh, that's like a that I, I like that. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers would like 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 him. You know, split out wide. I'll do. I'll do. I, I to me, I I think I can upgrade that uh, that option. Sterling Shepard. I mean Sterling uh, Sterling so Sharp. Sterling Sharp. Okay. Sterling Sharp maybe is even a better high. I mean, put him on but the s- other side of Devontae Sterling Adams. Sterling Sharp should be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he should. Or nay. Yeah, okay, it's I'm, I'm he's a, not a Hall of Famer, yeah, and I don't think he's, he's going to go. Yeah, but I feel like when you look at some of the things that he did, he's a pretty special player. You know, and, that, and there were times when you said, "Hey, who's the best in the league?" I think he was that guy. I, mean, I think Sterling Sharp was that dude. Let's take a quick right turn, shall we? You know, guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Eddie Spaghetti knows what I'm talking about. Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worse like morbid obesity, Eddie Spaghetti knows what I'm talking about. Guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor or, in Eddie Spaghetti's case, uh, eating his emotions, eating a dozen and a half donuts. But enough about Eddie Spaghetti because what I'm talking about, it all leads me to this. The same is true for erectile dysfunction. Eddie Spaghetti knows what I'm talking about. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to chat with a doctor online. With Roman, you can get medical care for ED from the comfort of your home and handle everything online in a convenient, discreet manner. All you have to do, go to GetRoman.com slash Damashek, D-A-M-E-S-H-E-K, and complete an online visit if your doctor decides the treatment would be appropriate. They'll prescribe you genuine medication that can be delivered in discreet packaging right to your door with free two-day shipping. It's just like getting a pizza. You know what I'm talking about, Eddie Spaghetti? Erectile dysfunction can be tough to tackle, but it's really important to get checked out, and with Roman, it's easy. So just go to GetRoman.com slash to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's 
That's GetRoman.com slash Damashek for a free visit to get started. Um, let's go to Minnesota now. And, uh, I think that the guy who jumps out to me, obviously the purple people eaters, you could go Eller, you could go page up front uh, on that defense there. I'll go, uh, a more recent vintage John Randall among the gold jackets. Yeah. I mean, this is his football life is great. You know, they're saying that, you know, when he was in college, he, he, he had to, to, just a fake extra weight. He had, so he wore that giant chain around his waist and like sweatpants and a sweatshirt. So he would, what did it add? An extra 17 pounds or something like well, that? Well, and in my ongoing campaign to tell anybody who's ever gotten a gold jacket that they need to wear the gold jacket more, like that you should wear it once a week, most store. guys say, oh, no, you got to keep it nice and fancy for special for occasions. The, let the moths get to it? No, no, no. Yeah, you bra- I mean, like, like Phil Mickelson me, wearing the, the Master's jacket to Krispy Kreme in the drive-thru. That's exactly right. That's right. You go out on a Tuesday night wear for dinner. Wear it to the beach. That's what you do with the gold. That's what you get it for. That's, what, that's the point of it, not to save it for anything, no, to let everybody in the world know about it john randall told me he once put that and nothing else on and went out to his mailbox just to let the neighborhood know the score and i loved it no undergarments i said that was the only thing he wore he wore that and his Yikes. pride wow <laughs> he wore that and his pride out to the mailbox i'm telling you i love it, that it's story. a bold move it's that, a bold move it just depends on the time of day i like that so john randall let's plug him oh, in there i don't go offensive how, line i know there no, you could yeah, go yeah. with some guys from there to how, enhance that but I, i'm not how about we go uh but, you know, via his son, friend of the network, how about we go Cam Jordan's pops, Steve Jordan? Ooh, I could see that. that I one? mean, they do. They, they based, seem to have an abundance of tight end there. Based but. upon his video that he shot with Mr. Perfect back in the day. I listen. WWE. Have you I like the that? idea of it. I did see that. Yeah, that was fantastic. Mr. Perfect threw a pass to himself at the Minnesota Vikings training facility. Eddie, probably not a fan. Or do you know about that? Mm, He's no. lost. Do, he doesn't do you know, know, Mr., you know who Mr. Perfect is? No. Come on. It's Kurt, Anything Kurt that Hay. happened in w- the preceding millennium, Spaghetti has no interest I mean, one or one of the best of. bad guy heel wrestlers of all time, Mr. Perfect. Um, Everything he did. I will say, I will go with uh, for, here's an ironic one for you, but I legitimately think, especially with Dalvin Cook back there, how about we give him Herschel Walker? Can we, give him, can we bring Adrian Peterson back? I, I suppose we can do that. I mean, he is destined for the Hall of Fame, so yeah. that's a little bit. But but I I like that. But Herschel Walker is fun to say. I mean, the big trade that uh, spoiled the Vikings it's and made the Cowboys. But I still think that Herschel, if you could get him when he's right, when he was healthy, especially to compliment Dalvin Cook, the two of those guys, Thunder and Lightning, that would be that would swing the division surely for the Minnesota Vikings. Swap, 2019. So I was going to say swap Dante Culpepper with Kirk Cousins. Let him sling Ooh, it to yeah. Thielen and Diggs. I was thinking about Dante, yeah, Dante Culpepper. People yeah. forget how he's good, good he was nice. until he got he hurt. Nice. I mean, he, his career was essentially ended by injury. Yeah. You know, Culpepper tried, to Moss. Ooh. I mean, that for real with with uh, Diggs and Thielen. Yeah, I mean that 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 is certainly an upgrade. Rudolph's I think still from, there. Yeah, they got a lot of weapons. I like that call there, Spaghetti. Uh, let's go now to Chicago. Chicago land and uh, Cole Wright, the Bears fan, lay it on us here. Well, like, we already had down there. You already have Walter Payton. Outside of outside of outside of Lawrence Taylor to the Giants at a position of need, I don't think there's a more obvious one than saying Walter Payton. Well, he's if he's one A, the other Hall of Famer one B is Mike Singletary. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, but the defense is kind of loaded. But I do like. True. Uh, I mean, I, if you, imagine if you threw Mike Singletary into that defense and just said, oh, "All right, let's just throw athletes on the field." Sure. Like, I, let, let, let there be no position designation. Let's just guys go get that football. Well, how about if you're if you're going to make an already dynamite defense even that R- much scarier? 
What, what if you go Richard Dent? He's a Hall of Famer. What if you go Wilbur Otis? Marshall? How about you go Otis Wilson or Wilbur Marshall for now. non-Hall of Famers? Come on now. That would be dangerous. Here, let me throw a, a wild well, card Dave out here. rest in peace. Oh, that's a good call, too. Now. Here, let me throw another one at you. Devin Hester. I don't know why I whispered it, but Are Devin Hester, <laughs> because I don't here, know why I blew into the microphone like. Here's the, pre- like, here, the the premise of that is if, in fact, the 2019 Bears defense does dominate, if you throw a guy like that who can get you a quick, uh, cheap six like that, I think uh, Maurice Jones Drew calls those uh, extra points is what he calls them. Yeah. I, I think that's how he refers Lanyap, to it. as they call it down in Louisiana. Like, yeah, well, I mean, that's all, you, you're getting uh, touchdowns from your special teams. That wins you most games. If, if you put Devin Hester on the Bears, they are just like the LSU team back in the day with, with Tony Badger. Yeah, right. I mean, right. that defense, the, and then he's going to make a play, and then he's going to return kicks, and something's going right. to happen, and they're good for at least 14 to 17 extra points a Extra game. splashy. Like, if, if Devin Hester gets you an additional – three to five touchdowns over mm-hmm. the course of the season, that's probably going to be worth, you know, you two or three more three wins. Or five, though. Touchdowns? I don't know. But either way, I mean, that's uh, for a defense-dominant team like that, that's, uh, I think it would be hard to do yep. much better than that. And uh, let's go with the Lions. Easier to do the Hall – I mean, again, it's another one. They don't – I mean, with all due respect to Kerry and Johnson, who had his moments there, uh, plagued by injury in his rookie season, looks like he's going to be a good one, but you ain't going to do any better than Barry Sanders. No, but if I'm, if I need, if I'm Matt Stafford and I need someone to throw to, I'm, 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 I might call on, on Herman Moore. Why Herman not? Moore. Why not? Or Megatron? Or Megatron, right. Yeah, but that's, that's a he's, Hall of Famer. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, he's going to go You've already hall, established, right. Eddie, that I'm going with the, the non-Hall no, of Famers, gotcha, unless okay. I throw a curveball like Bill Belichick sure. back at D.C., I like that for, for, for big blue. And by the way, more, I mean. if if for whatever reason, Barry Sanders isn't available, I'm more than happy to go with Billy Sims, my favorite right. running back of all time of all time. Oh, I love that. Not I love, Tony Dorsett. I love Tony Dorsett, too, but I didn't like you, him. I when feel he like wore he refers the, but, to you refuse to call him Tony Dorsett. I don't refuse to. He's Tony Dorsett has grandfathered me into allowing to his pronounce days, his huh? name, pronounce his name the way it was pronounced before he moved to Dallas, Texas. Do so you call him Joe Thiesman too? No, but I, because I didn't ask Joe's permission for that. When I came to know Joe Thiesman, the football player, he was already Thiesman. Okay. I knew Tony Dorsett to be a, a high-end running back at the University of Pittsburgh, winning Heisman trophies. Okay, that predates me by a little bit, but I heard right. the lore from my from my old man and from my grandfather sure. at playing um, at Hopewell for the Vikings right next to Aliquippa there, the high-end mm-hmm. uh, market for um, superstar football players has produced so many over Western the PA. years. That's right. I told Tony Dorsett a tale once of my grandfather seeing him play at Hopewell, calling my father saying, Pitt, is has this kid on the way there in the fall who I'm watching right now, and he's going to break every record. And so this was true. Before you told him that, did you tell everybody to gather around? I feel like when you tell a tale, that's what you have to do. Gather well, around, I, everybody. I, is I, 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 I tell I, a tale. I told this tale to Spin Tony Dorsett. Okay. I spun this yarn for him, <clears throat> and there we sat in Los Angeles kibitzing, you know, a quarter century or more after that story uh, first began. I told him that, and I said, given that, given that my mother's from the same neck of the woods, Hopewell, like you, is it cool if I don't do the fancy pronunciation of Dorset? And he said it is. So Tony Dorset it is. He gave you his blessing. He did. That's what I'm saying. He grandfathered me in. It's now, almost, you like, it's almost like getting communion from the Pope. Don't you do it. Don't you try. It won't I, go over. I, I wouldn't. Unless I said that you I got the okay from you. I, I no, I don't to, think. I don't even know if I'm deputized. I wouldn't to make want to get. Sm- I wouldn't want to get smacked by Tony D. Not at all. 
Um, and so there goes the NFC North. We've done that whole one. Oh, wait, did we uh, did we finish there, though? Calvin Johnson. Um, yeah, those I, I like uh, the the Herman Moore call quite you a like bit. like that one? Yeah, that's a good when one. When I went to school in Michigan, the first day I got there, one of the guys I was riding around with that uh, I was friends with when I was there, were, were riding in, in Oakland, of all places, Oakland, Michigan, mm-hmm. right by University of Oakland, which sure. is not on the West Coast. And we're at a stoplight, and I look, there's a white Tahoe sitting right next to us. Or maybe it was a, the, a Yukon, whatever it was. It doesn't matter. The designation. As long as it's not a Bronco. The, the GMC. As long as it wasn't the, a white yeah, Bronco. It was not. It was not. It was not a Ford family okay. automobile. But I look, and I'm like, hey, that's, that's Herman Moore. And that was, probably the, well, that was probably one of the first times in my life that I saw a, an athlete or, quote, unquote, a famous person. He's super recognizable. His, his face is super recognizable. It is. I, I would think he's got, I he's could got pick big him eyes. Too. Yeah. He's got big eyes. Big ears, too, right? I, I don't remember the size of his ears, but I do remember his eyes, and they were unmistakable. Oh. I'm like, hey, that's Herman Moore You right got there. lost in them. Like, um, spaghetti. Like a Debbie Gibson song. Spaghetti, are you bored by this subject or no, or is this fun? No, that's all good. I, I, Tell me so. We can stop. I, I just, I hate being, uh, like, with the No Hall of Famers, and you, a lot of you guys are picking, again, pre-1992 names, so I'm just like, oh, man, I only know, like, recent guys, and I feel like an idiot compared to you, but that's I, fine. I mean, you can just get, you got strolled down memory lane. Let's look right, at the Saints. It. Who do they even have in the Hall? You know who I'm bringing back? Ricky Jackson, I guess, would be the would be a good uh, plug, uh, a, a guy to plug in there Is on Willie that defense. Is Willie Rofe in the Hall? Willie Rofe, yeah, I just uh, the br- offensive line, but yeah, Willie yeah. Rofe, yeah. Just, just to properly clear a hole for our guy Alvin Kamara, because mm-hmm. the, the Mark Ingram over there in Baltimore, we know that. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, rest in peace, Ironhead Hayward. Ooh, I love that. Ironhead call. Hayward, come on uh, now, clear the lane. That is a better one, especially in the Thunder and Lightning dynamic with Alvin Kamara, no Mark yeah. Ingram. I was thinking George Rogers, the Heisman Trophy winner, who had a few nice years there in New Orleans and then moved up to D.C. George Rogers mm-hmm. or Dalton Hilliard. They, you know, they had all. I mean, they've had that, Deuce McAllister. Deuce is. I mean, they've this. Reggie Glo- Bush, Leroy Glover. Yeah, that's a redundancy there. But how's their D line right now? They have an interior guy, Leroy Glover. Well, work? listen, in, in 21st century NFL, it's all about splash plays on defense. It's not about shutting anyone down properly. It's about yeah. making some turnovers, making some uh, some splashy plays. Pat Swilling would be great in that regard, okay. right? Okay. I mean, boy, with all those linebackers that they had in that era there, I think Pat Swilling could uh, swing some games here in 2019. So I like that one. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, not rich with history necessarily, but they have had some high-end players there. The Hall of Famer, obviously, who comes to mind, Julius Peppers. Big is all outside, man. I mean, uh, when it comes to athleticism, I mean, how much? How do you get much better than that? You talk about splash plays on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, he's as splashy as they come. Well, and here's the other one I'll go with among non-Hall of Famers, although this is probably a little bit of a cheat because I suspect he gets into the Hall of Fame a little more easily than some people, uh, some cynics think, is uh, is another colleague, Steve Smith. And I always talk about Cam Newton, that the year, the thing I always point to is 15-1 and one season, and that is not despite, again, what the skeptics might tell you, what the cynics will say. It, that wasn't his one good season. He had the greatest rookie season in NFL history among, yeah. uh, among uh, throwers. Um, D'Angelo Williams, little D'Angelo Williams, bringing him back. Okay, he's, but he's what's he runner. get you that Christian McCaffrey does? Well, I mean, if you you pair him, you pair him up, get, do like they did last year in, in New Orleans. Okay, Tim Biakabatuka. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who. I mean, I I, I think <clears throat> I think I would go Steve Smith there to give him mm-hmm. another weapon. Although he's a future I, Hall of Famer though. Was he sixth? Mustin Muhammad. Then. 
Music. Give him, give Cam, yeah, that's give, a good. You know what? That's a good one because they now all of a sudden have given Cam some weapons there with some with some real wheels, some young talent. If Curtis Samuel especially now can finally yeah. shake off fully the 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 injury bug, I do think they have playmakers now, and, and not just a pass catcher, but now at Christian McCaffrey, a nice steady possession type receiver mm. in Masin Muhammad. That's a good mm. call there. I just Spaghetti. need some. See? I just feel like he's gonna play. He's gonna be like out of his prime, Cam, and they'll finally get him like a big really good wide receiver like they just don't ever want to address it. i don't i don't understand that i like I'll that ask, call. i'll ask christian's father speak of steady easy ed mccaffrey next week we're going to going to 49ers camp we'll is that a, right we'll be up in santa clara Ooh, you know what i should drop easy him ed, a line easy ed mccaffrey i'm gonna he jumped in on a conversation i was having with i don't remember whom i think it was ross tucker oh yeah ross tucker was belly aching as we uh we like to talk about food a lot sure and uh he tweeted at me that uh, he was offended that he was at a hamburger hot dog joint and they only had the ketchup. They had the big thing of ketchup with it, pump, sh- yeah. the pump thing, but then they only had mustard packets. And I pointed out, it's like that. Yeah, that's weak. weak. Even weaker is not having dark mustard as an option. Brown mustard. It's almost like at Dodger games when you have the mustard and the ketchup in the, the, the automatic. So all you yeah. do is press it, but then it's the, the brown mustard. That's the, the winner. The best of the best in a pump. The gold is what you want. You don't want the, you don't want the yellow. You don't want that I mean, ever. If, but then, out of the blue, a tweet came through from the aforementioned Ed McCaffrey because he Ed. has his whole line of easy mustards. Ed. Maybe I should drop him a line Break in advance ice. of you Break visiting. I will, and I'll say, can you do me a favor and uh, hand off to Cole Wright some mustard, some mustards for me to sample. I'll gladly bring, and I will mustard. review them here. Maybe you and I, you could bring them down here. We'll do that here in and Studio Try different 66. mustards on. Uh, on an, I'm just brought, bratwurst. Okay. Some some encased in, in meats. I and, like, and oh, by the way, when on Fourth of July, I went around the Dodgers clubhouse and asked guys. I said, ha- "Hamburger, hot dog, one has to go. Which one is it? Um, hot dog, clubhouse the, favorite by far. The hot dog for the rest of time. Got kicked to curb, kicked to the curb. David, the hot David dog Freeze, thing. hamburger. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dave yeah. Roberts, yeah. hamburger. I Max that- Muncy, hamburger. Ross Stripling, hamburger. Every one of them. Of course, you would. You wouldn't if if you were. Not what do you like in the perfect situation, everything. If the standard is you never get to have the one ever again that you don't choose, then surely everybody would choose a hamburger over a wiener. Right, Spaghetti? <laughs> All wieners? How about this? Can't How about hide. this? I'm not even just I'm not just talking about your standard <laughs> hot dog. I'm talking all-in-case meats. Oh no. All wieners. All manner. I would I mean you would definitely take a hamburger. I, I mean, but what if they're right? Like the best hamburger? Cheeseburger, obviously. I mean, to, to me, a cheeseburger kicks it up a notch, as opposed to the best sure. hot dog. You, yeah, why would you deprive yourself a piece of cheese when offered? Right. <sighs> That's a tough one. You man. would really, yeah, you would really. I have love to burger. Think about I feel that? like L.A. is such a burger town too. I feel like I eat right. burgers at least three times a week, which right. is terrible. I try to mix it up and try to put you know at least a little turkey in the mixture. Okay, but, uh, That's fine. That's good, healthy choice. You know what? I, I mean, go the extra I eat, mile. I eat sometimes I go so black, much more than dogs. Sometimes I go black bean burger. How about that? I don't ever mix that. Oh, those are good. I don't ever do uh, that. Those can be very tasty. Yeah. But uh, listen, I, I I think I'd be surprised if the percentage was anything less than eighty percent. I mean, the only time I really ever burger eat hot over wiener is, come at, is at a ball game. Unless I go, like, like I say, like, maybe once or twice a year, I'll, I'll swing by Wiener Schnitzel and be like, "Hey, I'm like, I mean, just for fun." Well, there are better wieners to be had. Well, but, there are, but, but I mean, this a, side in a, of in a jam, this side of Sean O'Hara, who would take a who would take a wiener? If O'Hara takes the if wiener. If we're losing <laughs> all like kielbasa and like diverse kuchas stuff, like I don't know, I might take linguisa and andouille and chorizo. I might take those over burgers.
All right, you're gonna you're gonna be ca- calling me in about. I'm mean, you'll enjoy yourself for a year. Well, I think yeah, maybe you'll be three. upset when you see people indulging in burgers. I feel yeah. I do. I love I love me some because you can still you can still burgers. not overrated. No, Let's no. not get carried away. No, I'm obsessed with it. I love burgers. It's, it's like, way overrated. Yeah. I'd rather go to the Habit than go to the Internet. Oh, I, I I have so many burger tips I can. The uh, Habit can is, give you. is in good. L.A. I mean, all this nonsense that Woody Allen created in Annie Hall uh, forty. Is that years where the ago. burger craze in L.A. came from? No, I think the perception was perpetuated more than anything else in the zeitgeist that L.A. is all health food and there's nothing good to eat in Los Angeles from Annie Hall. That's my assumption. Okay. I don't know that that's the case, but I think that that probably forms some opinions across America. And uh, in fact, like you say, it's a burger town. It's a, it's, it's, I've lived in Chicago. I've spent plenty of time in New York. Pittsburgh's a great, uh, you know, uh, Jackson junk Hole food in town. New York and Murray Hill. All those great kind burgers. of things. But L.A. is the number one burger town that I've ever been to. I don't know if I've been there, but yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Totally the first place I ever went to eat in New York City when my brother lived there when I was a kid. And then when my buddies moved there, they lived in the apartment right above Jackson Hole. Hmm. How's that for a coincidence? Who you don't really care? Huh. Looking at your face. Good, I do want the burger. <laughs> the burger you story. had on your birthday. Yeah. The, the don't gather. Talk. Just a just a pro tip. Don't gather too many people around next time. Tell you that spin story? that yarn. Okay. That, that, yeah. Don't don't tell everybody. <laughs> why, to gather around. Why did I have to? St- why did I have to stop what I was doing to gather around for that yarn? Yeah. But I did see. Well, when you, I, when you I Jackson Hole, you say, huh? Can I can I go back to my cubicle now? As a kid, I saw the lead singer from CNC Music Factory on the payphone right in front of my brother's apartment. With Remember Herman that? Moore. With Herman Moore, yeah. Remember CNC Music Factory, Eddie? No, I don't. He's too young. Uh, Gonna I mean, make you sweat. He knows nothing. He knows nothing. That'd uh, be like us not knowing about stuff that happened in, in the '60s. That I huh? listen. It's a, it's, it's called a, encyclopedias. It, on one hand, it's a curmudgeon's uh, posture to take, like ah, oh, you kids. But really. This this thing of of the millennials that they don't know anything and are sort of proud of Wizard it. Of Oz? Why would yeah. I know about that? That happened before I I what was the, on the earth. That? Like See, what? I, I I disagree in the sense because I do get compliments about how much weird stuff I do know because I do like to do my nightly read the Wikipedia like just research topics. Okay. So I am good in some stuff. <laughs> I am pretty good in music. I am. You pretty... read Wikipedia randomly yes. for pleasure? Yes. Okay. Like I have a lot of there's a lot of stuff I I have Wikipedia can in. sometimes get you yeah that could be fake but I yeah. I kind of you could tell I I'm not as bad as you guys make me on the show you the the, the stuff on the show is like very specific and it's just like some stuff I yeah. all right I'll try to be less okay. specific the Atlanta Falcons uh, who are we gonna go with there Cole Wright bring back a little Jam Anderson. Ooh, fun choice Come I like now. that and they Let's you just know tell them to run straight ahead though. Yeah, straight ahead. No side, no side to side lateral movements because we- Kevin Coleman gone. Not necessarily with uh, with Freeman back there. As nice as he can be, mm. has had some injury concerns. I'll go as far as that goes. You know, this maybe predates you a little bit, Cole Wright. Do you remember William Andrews, the predecessor to Gerald Riggs, who had a very similar running not. style? I do not. Both. Both uh, rugged runners, but William Andrews could catch some passes in, a, in an age where there wasn't m- as much value placed on a, a guy who could catch. But he was a moose of a guy, but also was nimble enough to get out of the backfield and catch Cat, some passes. Cat-like. Yeah, off of uh, off the right arm of uh, the great Steve Bartkowski, who mm-hmm. probably isn't an upgrade to Matt Ryan, so we'll leave that alone. But- I, again, I'll throw him out the late, great Bill Fralick could, uh, could jazz up no. that offensive line. Billy Joe Hobart? I'm not going to say Billy Joe Hobart would be, you know, here's well, 
among Hall of Famers, Deion Sanders is going to make any team. So Deion I, Sanders at corner would uh, would make that already. I, I like the pieces. And by the way, as a side note, when you talk, we'll get into our sleepers as we dig into August here, and we'll start to color things in as uh, as the season draws nigh. But the Atlanta Falcons are going to. I think they're going to be good this year. Let's see what happens in training camp. I think it's foolish when people start providing, here's what their record's going to be. Well, we don't know what the attrition's mm. going to be because of the training camp injuries, which always are a factor. Well, Dirk people Cutter's know. back, though. So that, that, that could be What's good. That? Dirk Cutter is back at OC. Dirk Cutter's re- return good. is humongous for them. That's good. Um, the pieces that went down in the first game of the season last year. They're back. Keanu Neal, I mean, that that's a huge – and, and – um, they're going to be that defense. I really like, I, I think they were delayed a little bit last year in Dan Quinn's defense, but I think they're going to be really a big, f- I I'm nearing already picking them to win the division, but let's Whoa. wait and see how August Julio Jones said today. He might mess around and go for 3000 yards this season. I saw uh, Let's that. get 2000 first. Let's settle down. <laughs> let's get 2000 yeah. first, please. Cause uh, last time I looked, no one's ever gotten 2000 <laughs> yards. So, uh, um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who would help out Bruce Arians and company down there. Could you go Doug Williams at QB over Jameis? I don't think so. Brad Johnson? Yeah. Whoa. I mean, listen. Long neck. Let's let's give Jameis a break here, and let's see him with a with a actual QB whisper, which is what Bruce Arians is. A lot of people are alleged QB whispers, like Dirk Cutter, who's done some nice work there with Matt Ryan, but doesn't necessarily have the track record. Bruce Arians working with QBs. He is going to turn Jameis into a good uh, uh, into a, into a good quarterback. There we're just so we're so flush with quarterbacks at this point in the NFL. I don't know what number you can put. Oh, he'll be a top ten. People say that uh, it's a little cavalier. Whenever, oh yeah, he's going to be in the top ten. Like okay, who are you knocking out? Because look at the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL yeah. right now. Who you would consider to be in there? Nevertheless, I think Jameis turns a corner. Do we give him a pass catcher? Work, I was going to say work done. Maybe just their running game. Like you know, bar, like they don't really have Ronald Jones was not what they thought. That's another option. Mike Allstott, Allstott yeah. would be nice if you go a little further back. James Wilder, if you remember him, was a very nice uh, running back for them. A big dude who could uh, who could tote it. Um, among Hall of Famers, I think if you drop Derek Brooks in there, that's an easy one. Or Warren Sapp and uh, the defensive front. Hard to argue with that. Rondé. Simeon Rice, Ronde Barber. Yeah, Yeah, you could really jazz that up. I would go with, if I had to make a choice, I think I would go, I think I got to go sap on that day. Although, you know what? At a position in need, I think Derek Brooks makes more sense there for the 2019. But I do like Ronde Barber as a call there and uh, any number of those running backs. Thus ends the NFC South, and let's bring it on home with the NFC West. And I'll start locally here with the questions about Todd Gurley. And that uh, knee of his, Eric Dickerson, the most underrated Hall of Fame running back of them all. Is he? Yeah. When people talk about who's – people always swoon when people say, who's the best running back you've ever seen? Um, people always go to um, – people always say, oh, Barry Sanders and Walter Payton. It always devolves into that head-to-head debate. People forget about how good Eric Dickerson oh, was, was for those first tremendous. five years of his career. Five, six – even do, in do you Indianapolis. you think he's the most underrated? I think we work with the most underrated running back in the history of that. National Football League, who's a Hall of Famer. Who's that, TD? TD. I think so. I mean, Come yeah. Come on now. TD was great. And when you talk about guys, his peer group, 
from that era when you're talking about Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders and Jerome Bettis and mm-hmm. Curtis Martin. TD was was clearly the best running back in an era where there were so many Hall of Fame of level running backs. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, but I'm talking about just as good as he was. Eric, De- I mean, the the tiebreaker, if there is one to be made there between those two names you float out is Eric Dickerson will tell you directly, with all due respect, to uh, to Dieter Brock. Dieter Brock was the quarterback when that team went to the NFC title game. They had little else besides uh, Eric Dickerson. Yeah. Um, I think you – and for non-Hall of Famers, how about Henry Ellard? He was a great uh, high-end pass catcher for a long time there. For and the Rams? For the Rams, yeah. You would add an offense? I'm, I, 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 I would I, have like Aeneas, like Aeneas Williams, maybe at safety. Their their DVs are like they could fall off a cliff. They're a little bit older and banged up. I hear you, and that's uh, those are fine. That, that's fine to to throw that out. But I also then will refer you to the almost undefeated New England Patriots. What happened when they plugged in Randy Moss? It went to another level. When you have a machine like Sean McVay has Cook in there, what if you put in? A real, uh, you know, a, a generational talent there. What if you, what if you could throw Tory Holt into the mix there? Yeah. You know, if well, you have Jackie Slater, Jackie Woods, Slater Hall of Famer, right? Woods Cup, Jackie Slater, <clears throat> yeah. Brandon Cooks, like this is, and then you add a fourth. Those receiver. guys are fine. Those guys are fine. They they, they were scoring fifty points with them. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know. I mean, okay, I, I, I that, that's a fine argument. I'm just saying, what if you could throw it? But but the position of need that looms right now, I I hear you on the the secondary there. But I think that if you could throw, and by the way, talk about Hall of Famers, Deacon Jones lined up next to Aaron Donald. Yeah, Yikes! That's, that's probably the answer. <laughs> I mean, if you had that, that then that becomes perhaps the scariest defensive front that we've seen in the twenty. 21st century. I mean, I mean, you're already doubling Aaron Donald, so you're a double, double Deacon too. Well, That's... I mean, that was uh, the supposed premise of the 2018 Rams with Indomitian and Sue in there, yeah. and that didn't exactly work out. But, Sue took off half a season, so. But, um, but yeah, I think uh, that all those. I'll go. Uh, I'm going to stay with my original choice among Hall of Famers. Eric Dickerson is a pretty good one. I'll, uh, yeah, I'm going to add in Tory Holt. Tory Holt should be in the Hall of Fame, so that's a little bit of a cheat. To Can I give you a there. curveball just because I want to just bring it up? Go ahead. <clears throat> How about we go Fred Dreyer? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to go 89? That's fine with me if you want to. You know about that? What, you know what TV show he was on? Hunter. Oh, come on. Come on. He doesn't know Hunter. He's never heard of Hunter before. So I'm saying so How many guys have been in? Do I know Fred Hunter? Dreyer. Like, Fred Dreyer, how, how, man. How, 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 how am I Googling that? How am I going to know that? Fred Avery, Dreyer Avery Williamson was his sidekick. Played Hawk. Dryer. Oh, you want to go? You, you want to go with Merlin Olson? You can do that one too. So he's a friend of Ron Burgundy's. He comes over from time to time. You go with Merlin Olson up on that front. That's a that's a, uh, a Hall of Famer. FTD, though. FTD uh, Flower Guy. Remember that? Can I? You know what? Wait a second. Wait a second. We would be we would be downright disrespectful to not say. Talk about colleagues. What about Kurt, Kurt Warner? Warner? <laughs> Kurt Warner on that team. What do you think Kurt Warner would do with Sean McVay's offense? You think he made he made I'm Jared sure David Goff, Carr would never who was an abject up. bust according to everybody after his rookie season under Jeff Fisher. Sean McVay comes in and now he is uh, you know now he's uh, is, is he going to get the the hundred million dollar deal that quarterbacks get? Well, certainly he carried a team to a Super Bowl and all that talk. We'll see how he looks in twenty nineteen. But with all due respect to sixteen, I think you could upgrade it with uh, thirteen. Yeah, if, if they mean, if they swap, they win the Super Bowl probably. If they put Kurt Warner in, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's no, right. No, Kurt Warner, no oh, we that. almost forgot that. No shame in that. Um, then let's go to the Cardinals here. 
this one's a little lackluster. I guess we can give him offensive lineman. Dan Deerdorf makes sense. That's not fun to name. I, I mean, among Hall of Famers, Jackie Smith, best known for dropping the pass in Super Bowl thirteen off the arm of Roger Staubach. That would be a nice add to what is already. There's some nice pieces for uh, for Kyler Murray to be throwing to this year. But I think if you give him the the so-called security blanket of a good tight end, I think uh, that would be good. Or another non-Hall of Fame security blanket. Let's go Anquan Bolden. Yeah, that's, that's what I was say, yeah, that's exactly what I was going okay. with. Yeah, that's pretty much where I was at. Can we give him Honey Badger? <laughs> yeah, bring him it's a little bit of a a uh, little bit of a cheat, but that wouldn't be too bad either there. I'm sure he would like it. Or Darnell Dockett or Calais Campbell. Give him one of those guys. Wow. The defense would be yeah. uh, assisted there. Um, the Niners. I, we're rich with uh, with Hall of Famers there. You know, all due respect to Jimmy Garoppolo, this team, I think, is the I, I'll go so far as to say they are the clear cut favorite to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. If you put Joe Montana or Steve Young in there, right over Jimmy G, clear or, cut favorite to go to the Super Bowl. If you have one of the just the one 10 those... or 12 best quarterbacks of the Super Bowl era replacing Jimmy Garoppolo with well, a, what like, should be a dominant defense. Even if you took a, a, just a, an active great quarterback and put them on San Francisco right now, that, that doesn't immediately make them a Super Bowl favorite, does it? I, if you well, put Tom Brady on San Francisco, are they going to the Super Bowl? I think that they're winning the division with Jimmy Garoppolo. So how about that? So the, uh, You think the Niners are going to win the division this year with I Jimmy think, G? That's right. Okay. I listen, my glass is half full. And here's the again the argument. Okay. Kyle Shanahan, unless everybody is wrong about him being an offensive genius Guru, on yeah. the same mm-hmm. level as Sean McVay or any other name you want to throw out, has been derailed in San Francisco last year by the injury to Jimmy G. And before that, that's his first year, and there were some nice signs, but the but the, the roster wasn't uh built the way it is now. I think where they lack is they still need a nice pass catcher. So let's give him one named Jerry Rice. <laughs> Although I do think that if you plug in as constituted, if you give him one of those two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, I think that team, okay. like I say, is certain to win the division and maybe go to the Super Bowl. But Jerry Rice with Jimmy Garoppolo, I will say that the def- – and by the way, the defense is loaded this year in San Francisco. So I like yeah. them. Now, I think if you threw Ronnie Lott back there, then they're, then they're really set. Ken Norton. Pat Willis, middle linebacker. Their their D line's good. Line, middle linebacker is kind of whatever. Okay, Patrick Willis. I'll yeah. accept that as a non Hall of Fame answer. How but about if we you... bring back, uh, not going defense, but how about we we already brought him back for for one team for the Cowboys, Terrell Owens, specifically on Jerry Rice Day against the Chicago Bears. That's right. <laughs> Jerry Rice didn't like that so much. By man, the way. oh man, I've heard stories. He did not enjoy that from somebody who was standing on the sideline. Did not uh, love seeing T.O. Uh, have his breakout Someone game. with the initials S.M.? I don't know. I don't want to smooch too much here. But um, also, you talk about an offensive guru and what he wants out of the running back. And you, th- you remember um, uh, the big uh, signing that David Jarek McKinnon a year ago. Um, and I thought that was a not a great move, but Kyle Shanahan wants a certain kind of running back. We'll now see. he has Tevin Coleman who can do it. How about we give him a guy who should be in the Hall of Fame, Roger Craig? Yeah, no, it's... you put Roger Craig in the Kyle Shanahan offense. Egad, that's also a nice ad there. Mm-hmm. Niners would look good. Roger Craig, fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred guy, or thousand, 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 thousand. Yeah, I don't think it's fifteen, fifteen hundred. Um, and let's uh, bring it on home on the NFC side of things with the Seattle Seahawks go. Cole Wright. I'm bringing back Marshawn Lynch, man. Ooh, 
Ooh. They need a running back. I was going to say Sean Alexander. Okay. Yeah. All right. Pride to Alabama. Yeah. You got it. Does Marshawn go to the Hall? I don't think so. Marshawn should go should to the go Hall. To the That's the, hall. the correct answer. Marshawn yeah. definitely Ricky, belongs in the Hall of Fame. Or Ricky Waters, Notre Dame. Ricky Waters is not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He also should be in the Hall of Fame, and not just because he was splashy in his prime, but because if you look at the numbers, they bear out that he has uh, that he's Hall of Fame worthy. But it's very what, weird. You know, you know what's on the table, though? The alligator arms. Well, oh, no, for, the, for, the potential of them expanding next year, this year for the 100th year celebration. 20 guys get into the – there's a potential of that. It's on, the, it's on the table. 20 guys. And so the log jams that there are at certain positions, maybe they would – Tory Holt needs bit. to go in. Elsie Greenwood needs to go in. There are a lot of names out there. Bob Greasy needs his gold jacket revoked. Isaac Bruce. Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, like I say. I mean, both those guys really belong in the Hall of Fame. Um, for the Seahawks, I, I can say if we want to do a guy who's not in the Hall of Fame but – is perhaps destined to wind up there is uh, Earl Thomas. You could also throw in their corners are sound. Their safety is uh, the, the safety position is where they're in trouble. So I would go non hall of famers, Earl Thomas. If you want to add a corner, obviously you can go Richard Sherman. Did you, did you hear that Earl Thomas, that, uh, that sign language as he was getting carted off the field was directed, not, not at the organization. It was directed directly at Pete Carroll. Really? Yes. Ooh. Very revealing interview. Players coach. Recently, yeah. I didn't hear that. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. But if we're looking for a high-end safety, and he is a Hall of Famer now, Kenny Easley, the assassin. Why not? I like Why that not? one. You I have another boring that. one. I know we don't like O-line, but this would help this team dramatically. Is Walter Jones. Yeah, okay. I know. I get it. That's a good uh, – yeah. you, uh, you can do that one. Um, and also, with now uh, Doug Baldwin gone – I mean, the easy one to say, but Steve Largent. Again, when you do the rankings, it's one of the more uh, interesting things, I think, as a football fan to look at is who's the best wide receiver of the Super Bowl era. When you start ranking them out, after you get past um, Jerry Rice and Randy Moss, I now think you say Antonio Brown is is the third best of the Super Bowl era. Let's see how he performs without number seven, and let's see how seven performs without 84. You You take Antonio Brown over to you? Yeah, definitely. Antonio Brown does not drop passes. T.O., for all uh, his greatness, dropped a lot of passes. There's, I mean, that, that's hard to argue about that one. Larry Fitzgerald is in the conversation. Um, I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head the names that we floated. Michael Irvin is kind of there, but um, I think Steve Largent is the name that is most commonly left off that list. Go back and watch what Steve Largent did um, with a with an array of QBs, none of whom are in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. From Jim Zorn to Dave Craig, Steve Largent did it. What, what, what about you take uh, – you, you, you've, you've actually derailed my, my train of thought, man. I mean, <laughs> with, with – with, <laughs> I'm I'm at a loss for words I mean, because you want because you want no because you're, you're, you want to have some A B versus T O argument. I, I mean, would you go? I would. Would, I, you go, would you go A B or Steve Smith? Oh, A B. I mean, I love Steve Smith, the football player, but A B definitely the superior player. You go A B. Steve or Smith. Reggie Wayne. Steve Smith belongs in the Hall of Fame for a, sure. A B or Reggie Wayne. A B. A B or Marvin Harrison. Mm, one's a little bit closer. I'll go AB just because we've seen him do it in uh, in the cold. And Marvin Harrison 
is if you want to play skeptic, you can Don't. question that he he did it on the fast track and he did it under climate control and he did it with Peyton Manning and all that. Uh, not that uh, AB has suffered uh, a mediocre quarterback at any point during his career either, and that's what has yet to be proven. Let's wait and see how he looks with Derek Carr in 2019, and then we can more properly evaluate him. Sure. But then again, Marvin Harrison never played without a Hall of Fame quarterback himself. So good point. Um, or did he? He might have. Uh, he, well, I don't know. I'm trying to think. When he, I think he, he was there before Peyton he, Manning, like, what, one season? I'm trying to think who preceded Peyton there. It wasn't Jeff George. I'm Was getting Jim confused. Harbaugh? Might have been Jim Harbaugh, yeah. Um, anyway, I think that's fun. I think that's a fun conversation. Spaghetti, boring or no? No. Right. Cole no, Wright, <clears throat> too boring like, no, for you? I liked it. I was, I was on board. Was that sure. fun to talk about? Absolutely. Anything else you want to get off your chest? Um, we, f- we talked about the workouts. No. Um, one thing I will say is you talk about this. This is a recurring theme for us here on the DDFP, whether you want to buy this or not, even the, uh, allegedly, you know, the cooler heads, the, the people that aren't reacting to the shiny keys every five minutes of Mm -hmm. the, of this news cycle, guys who understand the history of football and everything else still end up casting votes for the hall of fame based on some iconic moments. It's oh, the yeah. reason why Lynn Swan is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that, everyone has that Hall of Fame play. Drew that, Pearson. That Heisman moment. I mean, Drew, it's weird that Drew Pearson isn't in the Hall of Fame based on what I'm saying because he has had those special moments in big games, obviously, catches the first nominal Hail Mary, or in fact catches that pass, and then it becomes known as the Hail Mary after 88 uh, mm-hmm. defeats the Vikings in the divisional round way back when. Um but those, when you have a couple of moments like that, they win out over a long career very often, more more than you usually do. And and I'm not saying this guy could have been a Hall of Famer, but this week marks the end, the uh, formal end of Mark Sanchez's career in the NFL. And the butt fumble is the one moment, unfortunately, that changes his career. Well, fortunate or not, that's the way it goes down. That's the way his career is going to be remembered more than anything else. Two, it's, two AFC Championship games he went to. If I'm well, not as far as that goes you know Jim Marshall isn't in the Hall of Fame and he was a part of the Purple People Eaters on the great Vikings team Mm -hmm. Carl Eller and Alan Page are in the Hall of Fame Jim Marshall best remembered for the wrong way fumble Leon Lett had some great moments was a key piece of those Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl teams but what's he known for it for the double whammy of Don Beebe and then going after the ball in the snow in uh, in uh, Texas Stadium against the Dolphins on Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. those moments loom large and the way we regard Mark Sanchez, and in fact, what happens with his career mm. even, where he goes from there. Do, do the Jets even go and try and do something weird with Tim Tebow and bring him into camp to maybe goose Mark Sanchez? We'll never know, but I will tell you this. The Steelers get lucky to go to the Super Bowl to play the Packers in Super Bowl 45 because the Jets come to town right after the can't wait. Bart Scott, they win. They go up to mm-hmm. uh, New England. They improbably knock off the Patriots. They come to Heinz Field. 2010 season, beginning of 2011, correct? That's right. Yeah. And uh, the the Steelers, it looked like were going to be playing the Patriots, but instead they face the Jets at home in Heinz Field. This is a walkover for a very good Steelers team. They're on their way to the Super Bowl. And by halftime, the game has already gotten out of hand. I believe Ike Taylor forces a fumble. Mm. and uh, William Gay scoops it up and runs it into the end zone. The Steelers have what seems like a prohibitive lead with just 30 minutes left before the Super Bowl. 
But then in the second half, Mark Sanchez comes out on fire. And, you know, it's one of those things. It's a Nick Foles type of thing. I think that Mark Sanchez could be known as a Nick Foles type if he completes what in fact it's not even on mark sanchez it's on the play caller in that second half because mark sanchez starts it by throwing a touchdown pass to the x dealer santonio holmes Mm -hmm. they start to rally and they really get it going in the fourth quarter they make a drive where they physically punish they dominate the great steelers defense there was no answer for sean green as they march down the field Mm -hmm. and i got a pit in my stomach as a steelers fan watching this we're gonna lose to the jets in high field if something doesn't happen here it winds up fourth and goal at the inch line they take sean green and our pal ladanian tomlinson great as he was it was a weird not a weird move to take sean green off the field and replace him with uh, lt who they give the ball to at the goal line the Steelers stop that mm. thus ends the rally by the jets if they get that and Mark Sanchez leads a second-half rally in Heinz Field against the Steel Curtain defense and takes that team to a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. I don't think the lore of Mark Sanchez. No, no one remembers the Buffalo. I think even Mark if it San- happens, right? I think Mark Sanchez is he goes to Foxborough and vanquishes them. Now he has a mystique on par with Nick Foles and Joe Flacco making his run that he made, and instead butt fumble. So watch those moments because that's how you're remembered and to go outside of football. How about what do we know about Bill Buckner? Really? Uh, After it's all said and done, what what do we know about Chris Webber about anything else? Oh, the timeout. And and so those couple of moments here and there impact the way we regard somebody. Happy trails to Mark Sanchez as he goes off into Mm. uh, into that good night. All right. We're going to go off into the good hot afternoon. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, not not anything that. it was on the tip of my tongue. I don't think so. Anything that you wanted me what, to say? What, are you bored or something? No, I mean. If you want to go, go. I could, I could no talk, I could talk you. with you for hours. We, I mean, we could talk about about nothing I know. forever. We could talk about movies, but then I'd get upset at your terrible well, movie. But opinions. then, I, you know what? I'd bring it back full circle, and then I'd, I'd hit you with a movie that we both agree on. Yeah, that's right. Well, There's here. Tons of, it's let's for, do this one. Let's for, do this one because it came out uh, <clears> on this date uh, in 1980, or maybe it was yesterday. Either way, Caddyshack. Fantastic. You like that? Absolutely. You love Caddyshack. Who Shack. doesn't? I don't know. They're Bushwood oh. Country Club? Oh, there there are if you don't think that there I was born there, to love you. There's so many people who will tell you. So many vapid cynics who well, Caddyshack's overrated. It's not that good a movie. It is hysterical Ted to this Knight. day. Ted, Ted Knight, Knight steals the picture. That's Let's right. go, Pookie. Rodney. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> you want to be my friend, yeah. don't you, Danny? Um, I, used to, Rodney, I used to work at a, at a at a golf bar called Billy Baroos. Is that true? Ted Knight's putter, and we had uh, the golf simulators downstairs and two upstairs. When I used to bartend, I used to hustle guys. They'd by the drunk. way, by the way, they uh, you know it, it it's Dangerfield and it's Chevy Chase and yeah, Bill, Murray Bill Murray and all these stars. Ted and Ted Knight steals the picture. He Ted does. Knight is the star of that movie. And to bring it back to football. Who is the who is the main character? Who is the uh, who is the, uh, the 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 story? Who drives the whole story? Danny Noonan. Danny Noonan. Absolutely. Danny Noonan, also on the defensive line of the Dallas Cowboys. I am not going to suggest that the Cowboys of 2019 bring back Danny Noonan. The spaghetti scene. Because- Spaghetti, I, have, I have you seen? I've seen you've seen, you've seen Caddyshack. I've seen Caddyshack. I enjoy Caddyshack. Caddyshack or Blues Brothers? If you could only watch one, Caddyshack. Caddyshack Blues Brothers is great. Which one? Which if you could only watch one? Caddyshack. You take Caddyshack or Blues Brothers? I love Blues okay. Brothers. My, my Chicago-ness would not allow me to 
to take Caddyshack over Blues Brothers. Yeah, it comes from the same place. Yeah. Doesn't that make it, it all right? It's, it's same a, basic, yeah, uh, same Harold Harold Ramis people. and those cats. Yeah, yeah same, John same. Landis. It's funny, you guys. I don't know if it was uh, where I just heard it recently, too, but the, the two craziest sets, like movie sets to be on. I, Animal House? That's one of them, and the other two were Blues Brothers and, and, Caddyshack. and Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah. Throw, like- throw Belushi or Murray in the mix, and I, I think you're going to have a good time. Right, Dangerfield, yeah, all those guys. I feel like Dangerfield probably was he, he probably let the young guys have their fun. I mean, he was a little he's a little older. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe he liked to hang out and party, but who knows? Oh, I think Rodney enjoyed uh, I think Rodney yeah. lived life. I don't think he survived life. Maybe he's like Dean Martin. Maybe <laughs> the stories I've heard, Dean I think, was I think Rodney I think Rodney had a had a fun life, yeah. Well, Dean Martin used to put apple juice in his drink. That that was not scotch that he was drinking. Yeah, he wasn't. He perpetuated this myth as he went on. He got too old. He's like, I'm too old for that. I don't have I time know, for that. but I think then the myth overwhelmed the reality at some point that he was doing. Oh, that's just apple juice. He doesn't really. He's not constantly drunk. But then it's it also then is like yeah, Dean Martin also did in fact enjoy booze. True, true. It's like Dean. <laughs> it's like, maybe you want to switch from, from rye out, whiskey to not hanging apple out juice with right Sinatra now. and company yeah. and, you know, as a teetotaler. I'm faking it this whole way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just wasn't drunk 24 hours a day. Have you ever seen maybe more like D- 19? Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra's uh, hamburger recipe. Since we were talking about burgers, no, but I- I'll tell you this: the <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> those, go if you ever watch those. Oh, so charming! The Rat Pack and everything. Go back and watch their live act. Pretty racist. All right. Don't yeah. <laughs> pretty and, and Sammy was there for all of it. For Sammy. Sammy. Well, that's just yeah, stand was, by Sammy, not say anything. Well, uh, all right. Different times. I guess say. it was. But uh, anyway, this was a good time is what I'll call this. There we one. go. Don't miss our video show <laughs> Thursday, this day and every day going forward all through the 2019 NFL season. Mm-hmm. It's back. Cole Wright. I'm glad that uh, you made your way over here today. Anytime, uh, great pleasure to see you in Studio 66. Good stuff from you, Eddie Spaghetti. Go back and listen to the Joe Manganello episode from earlier in the week. It was really fun stuff hearing about uh, you know his career and uh, his love of uh, pro football and the Pittsburgh Steelers specifically. And in fact, go back before you get too full in the swing. If you're sitting on the beach, lots of good stuff there with Spencer Pacinger and Nate Bargazzi and who else? Wait, you can play the end music. It doesn't mean I'm done. Uh, Steve Byrne comes to mind. We had recently. Steve Byrne was great. Really good episode. Wonderful comedian. Who else? What were your favorite episodes of the offseason? I was just going through them because we have a lot of people that were up for the best. John Gonzalez, Mr. Mr. Wolf, a.k.a. uh, Colleen's husband. John Gon. Yeah, he's he. Uh, that was a great episode. We had a lot of fun talking to him. Way back, speaking of Colleen Wolf, me, Colleen, and Maurice went to South by Southwest. That was a great uh, offseason the, thanks episode. For the thanks for the invite, Dave. We we, we uh, only thanks had so much room in the car. We had USC's uh, Jake Olson and Ross Tucker Jake was Olson here. Jake Olson was awesome. Yes. Ross was a lot of fun as always. We've had people love so the Jake Olson episode. Paul Bryan stopped by. Paul Bryan with a movie preview. Now Ooh. it would be a movie review. That was always I hit always a visit. We'll have him back sometime. Phone soon. calls from uh, we had Evan Ingram call in recently, so we had a lot Singing of guests. songs about Daniel Jones and how great he looks. So yes, if you are interested in going back and you're just rejoining the football swing of things and podcasts and so on, we encourage you need to band. You go back and listen to those, and of course, make sure you subscribe, tell your friends and everybody else to. Uh, I feel like to, Eddie uh, should start the music again. Now, now you should start <laughs> it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. right. It'll only be right. Don't there worry, everybody. Now baseball is just mere sideshow. Time to start talking football. I'm sorry, Cole Wright. Oh, no. Yankees I work here full-time at NFL Yanks. Network. What are you talking about? Yankees-Dodgers. It's going to be Yankees-Dodgers. Oh, Yankee. Are you going to that? Of course. Okay. Yeah. To the World Series? No, I'll stop the music again. There's uh, their <laughs> and, weekend and series August, in August. Yeah. August, yeah. yeah. yeah.
Really? Yeah. A preview. Of yeah. I already have uh, Saturday tickets, but the t- the prices dropped like in half. So I'm definitely gonna go to the Friday and Sunday. I go for, they I go, did. I go for free. I know you do. I go for well, free. I'll see. I'll be in the Wieners in the outfield. I'll be, or something. I'll be sitting went, in between Tommy and Dave. Right. <laughs> Dave, uh, David Feeney, and I. Uh, David Feeney, of course, of uh, Dave's of Thunder. Which, by the way, people are keep asking me where is it. We're we're making the transition right now, so that's uh, the holdup. No, uh, no dire. Um, Still waiting well, for my invite to that, just like South by that, Southwest, Dave. I don't know about that one, but the uh, <laughs> well, we don't, we just don't have guests, right? Oh, no guests on that one. He's, he's not, not really, lying. Very, no guests. Yeah, no yeah guests? really, we just don't oh, have very okay. many guests. Yeah. All right. So no, we, we, we've had uh, like Dave's a, polite way of telling me no thanks. thanks well, we've Cole, had but no thanks. We've had we've had like a psychiatrist come in okay. and try and heal the staff, but we don't right. ha- like have people in to hear their story or anything. All right. The whole show is about us. It's not about anybody. Very else. vain. You always you always right. allude to that, how vain you are. He's a narcissist. Yes. I'm vain. Okay. And we meet in the middle. But are narcissists vain as well, though? Isn't that no? That's a, see, that's a common uh, that's a common problem. P- vain. Vanity and narcissism. As I always say, thing? I am not a narcissist. I'm vain. And it's my vanity that requires your attention. I don't expect that you pay attention to what I have to say. Okay. I just want you to. Okay. I just would like a world there where people look at me, whereas narcissists, the world already is revolving around them. You see the distinction? Okay. I think I do. Can there be a vain narcissist, though? I mean, they, they, you, you can be both. I guess. Well, right? I guess that's possible. Okay. I guess that could happen. Um, <laughs> anywho. All right. Play the music now. <laughs> All right. For the third time. Let's do it. There, there it is. is. There, there it is. is. Just like All right, that. I'm going to go uh, do 2,000 revolutions on the jump rope and some squats. You can up the ante. Push yourself. Train like a professional athlete. Dress not, for the job that you want, You see you the want, problem Dave. with that. You see, when, see the, 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 the other side of that coin is train like a pro athlete, but if you're uh, a pop belly schnook like me, you drop dead. Hey, we'll pick that up uh, next week. Until then, thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.